Welcome to What Are You Reading, a podcast of the Public Library of Mount Vernon and Knox County. I'm Christy. And I'm Katie. And this is Spooky Month. So we're really excited <laughs> to get to pick something a little um, dark or different this month. And this time I picked Over the Woodward Wall by A. Deborah Baker. What did you pick? I picked um, Relic by uh, Lincoln Child and Douglas Preston. Um, I read it on Libby, so <laughs> so I don't have a physical copy. Um, but yeah, and it I I do like October, even though I don't really like horror books mm-hmm. because I have to read a little bit out of my comfort zone. Yeah. So and that's what this one was. And you know, I had only seen the movie of mm-hmm. Relic, so I have not read this one. Um, but when Katie told me she picked it, I was like, oh, oh, this one is, this is a monster movie, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, did not know about the monster movie. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have read it. Your brother, like, suggested it. Yes, my, my older brother had, has read the whole series. Um, so the most recent one was on our new shelf. And I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. So I texted him and was like, well, first of all, can I handle this series? Yeah. And second of all, do I have to start at the beginning? (laughs) And he said, yeah, fine. It it would be fine for you. And and yes, you do have to start at the beginning because there's a um, there's a character arc. Mm -hmm. So um, and in the beginning, I thought that Jason lied to me. (laughs) Um, It's a little. I will say that, so trigger warnings, um, especially at the beginning, it is very gory. Okay. Um, There is also um, two children get murdered off the page, but you do get to peek into the um, the autopsy of one of the, one of the children. Okay. Which is descriptive. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I thought of you when I read it. Yeah. Cause, um, there are also um, two dogs that get murdered. Uh-huh. So, um, but once you get past that, uh-huh. um, it's a lot, a lot faster pace, um, and it's it's kind of I, I liken it to those romance books where you've got that down and dirty sex scene, and then after that, it's like, and then they went to bed. Sure. So it's yeah. like, and then the monster killed someone. So <laughs> fade to black. Yes. Yeah, so it's a lot. It's a lot easier and. By the end, oh my gosh, there was a twist at the end that I I wasn't sure in the midst of reading this if I was going to read the next one, and now mm-hmm. I feel like I have to read the next one. Okay, that's a pretty good plug. Then. Yeah, I mean that definitely makes you want to want to pick this up and maybe mm-hmm. follow the whole. Se- How many books do you know are in the series? Um, I think it's in the mid thirties now, wow. early to mid thirties. Yeah, crazy. which I'm like, oh, yeah, but the um. So, so the gist of the book is in the 80s, there was, um, the, the book takes place in the um, New York uh, Museum of Natural History. And in the 80s, they sent a crew down um, to South America somewhere. I can't, I can't remember exactly where, or even if it was like a specific mm-hmm. place. But um, they were looking for a tribe that was supposed to be extinct. Um, and in the midst of this, they come across this relic, this tiny little figure, 
um, of this like horrific beast of some kind. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and they go to take it home um, because in the 80s you, you took stuff home. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out later that um, everyone associated with this trip is dead. Oh. They were all killed pretty much at once. Either everyone from the boat that carried the relic, dead. Mm-hmm. Everybody who flew home, plane crashed, everybody's dead. Oh my gosh. So don't, all, all they have is the notebook of one of the leaders of the expedition. And then you fast forward to the 90s, present day, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, the museum is putting on a uh, superstition exhibit. Because, like most public institutions, they need to get people in the door. Mm-hmm. And the way they're choosing to do it is through this superstition exhibit, where this figure is going to be like the showstopper. Mm-hmm. Um, but people start going missing. Mm-hmm. Um, others are found, um, and this is where it gets, they're, they're disemboweled, and then... Um, the creature breaks their skull open mm-hmm. for something inside. Mm-hmm. So that's where it, it, it's a little gritty when, <laughs> when you're when you start. Um, after you figure out that that's its method of killing, then it's mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, let's move on. That's <laughs> um, and so the the character that's throughout the books, um, I mean, I don't know the rest of them might be, mm-hmm. but this is called the Pendergast series. So I knew uh, Pendergast is an FBI agent from New Orleans mm-hmm. who um, the boat landed in New Orleans. Okay. So he is up investigating in New York. Okay. So um, because the the New York police is like, whoa, we're in way over our mm-hmm. heads here. So in the mid and in the midst of all of that, we've got the leaders of the museum that are like trying to keep everything quiet Mm -hmm. and we find out they've been keeping it quiet for a while so they're they're the ones that are kind of like don't make a scene don't yeah no bad publicity we have to get this going yeah and meanwhile pendergast is like we cannot have this gala because the the whatever it is attacks at night the gala is at night oh gosh so um and then we have the uh, the leader of the New York office of the FBI who takes over because obviously Pendergast isn't doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And he basically caters to the higher ups from the um, from the museum. Mm. So, and bad things happen. Ooh. That's that's all the further I I'll, I'll go <laughs> because like bad bad things happen. So they're uh-huh. trying to they're trying to catch or kill whatever it is mm-hmm. and um meanwhile getting this gala ready and it does like the main action takes place during the gala okay i do we had talked a little bit about it and there is a lot that i do remember from the movie from the 90s um that seemed to still kind of line up so that's pretty cool i think mm-hmm. that they they tried to make a film that was at least yeah. close to yeah which is a rare thing 
It is. So, yeah, I, I told Christy the twist, and she's like, oh, yep, remember that. Oh, yeah. So, so that is true to the book, which is cool. Mm-hmm. It sounds awesome, and I'm really glad that you picked it. Ended up picking it up and getting through all mm-hmm. the hard stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep there there was a time that I was like, oh boy, because <laughs> I I read multiple books at one time, mm-hmm. and I I was get preparing myself to be like, I tried to read Relic, yeah, but here's the book that I actually read. <laughs> so, but I I finished it, and I'm so glad that I did. That's awesome. And I can't wait to read the next one. That's super high praise. You guys have to come in and check, you know, or get on Libby like Katie did and check this book out because Mm -hmm. it's perfect for spooky season. Perfect for if you, you know, you want something that's dark and still, you know, in a museum setting, gives you that Mm -hmm. little bit of dark academia vibes and stuff. Mm -hmm. This is perfect for it. Yep. And it is, um, if, if you don't like monsters, yes, it is a monster, but it's based in science. That's I'll, pretty cool. I'll say that. So, which is one of the thing reasons that I don't like horror is mm-hmm. I don't like unexplainable things mm-hmm. because I, I've always said real life is scary enough. I mm-hmm. don't need to be worrying about any, <laughs> anything that's supernatural. Yeah. So it appears supernatural, but actually is not. So we'll go. We'll go yeah. with that. I like it. I like yeah. that. That. It's another little intriguing thing. So mm-hmm. hopefully you guys will pick it up and let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. And hey, Katie might be on to the next book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect for the holidays. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking at the cover of yours. Yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. Uh, right before we started mm-hmm. filming, I told Christy that it kind of looks like a kid's book. Yeah. Because it's kind of small, thin, Mm -hmm. and it has... Quick read. Yeah, it has... Mm -hmm. Looks like children on the front cover, Absolutely. And I told Katie, indeed, that this is an adult fiction um, fantasy, but our main characters are two children, Avery and Zib. And Zib is short for Hepzibah, but... You can see why she goes by Zip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zip is definitely better. All right. So this is actually written under um, a pen name, and the author is Shanann McGuire. Um, but she's writing under this pen name. Um, this book is about two children who live completely different lives, but they're only three doors apart from each other. So we have Avery, who his parents are accountants and a uh, pianist uh, and piano teacher mm-hmm. who lives a very straight-laced life. So he's your perfect little button-up shirt, you know, <laughs> little genius, and he goes about his day every day in the same way, very regimented, very structured. Zip, who lives three doors down, she's raised by artists. So... Her father is a milkman. Um, Her mother is a famous painter. And they have raised their child to be her own thing. So she's very wild. She loves to be outdoors. She loves to get into trouble. She loves to wear mismatched socks and fly by the seat of her pants. These two kids go to separate schools. So the line in their school districts happens to run right between their properties. So these kids have never met before. Mm. It just so happens that the day that we start our book, there's road construction. So a water main has broken. 
and their usual routes to school, both going separate ways, but that water line runs right down the middle, they both cannot go any further. And the adults are like, you're going to have to turn back. You know, it's not safe. So they each take a different way. They end up meeting. Mm. And they get to the end of the street where there should continue to be street. And there's a stone wall there. Oh, Covered wow. in moss and flowers. And they decide to climb over. And when they do, they end up in another world. Wow. And it's pretty awesome. So... This is a really quick read. Um, it is under, it's right about 204 pages. Um, and as you can tell, there's there's some blank space in here too. Mm-hmm. So guys, I read this in one night. And I know uh, 200 pages, but it is, it is such a great, fun read. Um, because where we end up is what I would call like a mix between... Um, Alice in Wonderland and the Wizard of Oz. Oh, wow. So as soon as we jump over the wall, we meet a talking owl. And she really helps to let the kids know a little bit about the world, mm-hmm. where they are, why they're there. Um, they're, they've landed in the borderlands. Mm-hmm. And the way that she explains it is that if they had an idea of where they wanted to go in their minds when they jumped over the wall, they would be there. But where they're at is kind of like a limbo place. Oh. So they're kind of nowhere, but somewhere all at the same time. So very much if you love the Cheshire Cat, if you Mm. love the nonsensicalness of Alice in Wonderland, or even the Wizard of Oz, you're going to love this. Uh, We end up discovering that they need to follow the improbable road, which (laughs) might sound familiar. Um, And it is brick, uh, but it is like covered in a sheen like a rainbow and it's improbable because it should not be there but it is so it's it was just such a fun fantasy now this isn't there are dark times we're lost in the woods there are wolves there are monsters um and these two children are exact opposites but they end up creating this amazing friendship that is very much improbable almost impossible Mm -hmm. but you know we're in a world where anything is possible now. Wow. Yeah, it was great. That sounds really good. I might have to pick that one up too. And I will say, guys, it's a cliffhanger. So, <laughs> and Katie's, you know, keeps going too. We do have book two. Oh, so, good. we've got book one here. We do have book two here too. Um, I'm checking it back in. So, it'll be available for you guys if you want to come check it out. Um, because even though we've got two children, it absolutely connected with me as mm-hmm. my inner child, but also somebody that loves an escape in fantasy. Mm-hmm. So if you are an escapist, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. I fell in love with every character. Um, there are kings and queens in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who might be trying to get the children off the path for nefarious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you've got your great characters that are there to guide them and make sure that they stay on the path they're supposed to be wow. on. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was great. <laughs> so 10 out of 10, do recommend. Um, it wasn't as spooky as I thought it was going to be. But like I said, there's those moments you're lost in the woods. Are there wolves out there? Is there a, a stone that might turn into a creature? You know, is, is it friend or foe? Um, so that did keep me on the edge of my seat. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome. So yeah. 10 out of 10, do recommend. 
Um, and it was so quick. So yeah, if you want something just short and fun, this is it. And there's there's more in the series. So wow, that's something yeah. to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, guys, um, thank you so much for joining us on another podcast. We both loved our books. Oh, yes, definitely. Which is awesome. Um, so it's always fun when we get to read something that we didn't think we were going to like, and then mm-hmm. we end up loving it. So mm-hmm. yeah. this, this has been a great one for us. Mm-hmm. We hope you all have a wonderful, spooky season, and we'll see you next month. Bye. Bye.